This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the Eye on Money show. It's Thursday, June 16th. And through the magic of Mark, and Mark is really a magical man, Uh, We are actually airing this when I am probably on a plane on my way home from Las Vegas. So thank you for doing that, Mark. It's it's always a pleasure to have you figure out all the nuances of my travel schedule, which I'm doing again. And it's shockingly right. Isn't it amazing that like how many how many things I have to do now? Kind of feels like old days, circa 2019. Kind of, kind of go going back in time. It feels all right. And I realized that, uh, you know, here we are in the second year of this Eye on Money podcast. And we want to thank you so much for following us and for sharing this. If you have anybody who you think could really benefit from the the conversation, just share the podcast with them and tell them that we'd love to have them on the, on the air. We'd love to have you on the air. If you would like to ask a financial question, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. You'll complete a form. And at the bottom of the form, it says, would you be willing to come on the air? And if you say yes, Mark does everything else. It's fantastic. Now, today we have someone on the line who is going incognito. So we're calling her L and L is from NYC. I love your subject line, which is if I may, I'm going to read it, Mark. This is how I read it. IRA mayhem. It was IRA mayhem, all caps and one, two, three, four exclamation points. So L, I'm excited to see what kind of mayhem you have created in your financial life. Welcome to the program. Hi, Jill. Thanks for having me. So what is this mayhem? What do you mean? So my husband and I are super savers and we love the Roth IRA. Um, Our income has been going up over the past few years, and last year our AGI was 195K. This year we think we're going to be in the middle of the phase-out range, maybe around 207K. So we are not really sure the best way to continue investing in a Roth IRA. My husband wants to go ahead and put money into a traditional IRA and do the backdoor Roth right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's a bit of a hassle and wondering if it's better to just wait until next year after we reconcile our taxes due and actually know our real AGI. And then for me, um, we're already maxing out our 401ks. I have a traditional IRA with pre-tax money already in it. I'm wondering if I should roll that over back into my 401k so that I can then also do a backdoor Roth. Yeah. Wait a second. So let's just go back a second. So you have a traditional 401k through work, right? Yes. Okay. Does your husband also have a traditional 401k? Yes. Okay. Um, and you're both maxing it. So 20, you, how old are you? You sound young. 
<laughs> I'm 33. Okay, great. And is your husband also 33-ish? He's a little older. A little years. older. He's Man. he's 72. Yeah, he has to he has to worry about his Taking RMDs, RMDs, right? <laughs> Okay. Um, So the old IRA account that you have, is it possible to roll into the current plan? I haven't checked, but yeah, I don't know. How much money is in that old, that uh, that IRA account? My IRA has about, um, I think, 60K. Mm -hmm. Did it come from a previous employer or did you fund it? It's both. It was partially rollovers from previous jobs and partially funded by me. Oh my God, Mark, is that going to be possible? Because that sounds like a hassle, no? It was all pretext. Okay, then, then it should be fine. You, I mean, as long as the employer will, your current employer will allow it, then it should be fine. And I, I would actually do it, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely do it because it'll clean things up anyway. So do you work at a big company? Yes. Where's the 401k held right now? What is the plan? Where is the plan held? It's Fidelity. And right now I have everything in um, Vanguard institutional funds. Okay, great. So you, so that's a number one. Yes, we would like you to roll that over if possible. Because if you're going to do backdoor Roths, it's going to be way easier to do that. Okay. Now, does your husband have old IRAs also? No, he has a Roth IRA, but no traditional IRA. Okay. And what, I'm sorry, Mark, you were going to say something. No, that, that was my question. Okay. So now, how much money is in your current 401k? About 70k. And what about your um, husband? What does he have in his 401k? He also has about 70k. How much is in his Roth? His Roth is 25k. Great. All right. So good that you're making more money. This is all good, right? This is the good news. Yeah. Of course. Not, you don't seem happy. I want you to be happy about that. What else is going on? Where do you guys live? Do you rent? Do you own? What's happening? We rent. How much are you paying in rent? 2100 Okay. Are you happy renting? Yeah, I think so. I think we think it's better value to keep renting in the area than to um, buy a place and put okay. a bunch down. And especially if you're happy. You, you, do you have any kids yet? Not yet. Okay. Planning or, or not planning? Are you such savers? Like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to save. And then, you know, you know, if you're, if you're a really good saver, having a child is not a great way to keep saving. Yeah, it's TVD. Um, I personally would like to retire early. Um, my husband will keep working. He's a civil servant. Oh, so he he's a civil servant. He will have a pension? Yes. <gasps> I love your husband. He <laughs> sounds too. gorgeous. He sounds lovely and kind and a pension too. So what? A, tell me the terms of his pension, what it looks like. Honestly, I can't tell you the details, but he is estimating that if he continues to work until, I guess, for 30 years, he would have $55,000 a year. Oh, man, that is so nice. It is just nice to have that consistency. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Do you have uh, an emergency reserve fund in addition to all this 401k and Roth and IRA money? 
We do have some emergency funds. We did take money out of our emergency funds to buy I-bonds. Um, so we have to build that up a bit as well. How much do you have in I-bonds? Uh, we each bought the 10K this year. So you got 20 grand. I love the I-bonds. Okay. And so what's left in the emergency reserve? Emergency reserve is about uh, probably 15000 Okay, great. This is all good. And, you know, you rent, it sounds reasonable. Do you have an idea about how much money you guys spend? We think we spend about 50000 a year. Sounds pretty uh, reasonable for New York City. So that's good. I was going to ask, because she said that they love the Roth. Are you using a Roth option at work for your 401k? No, I'm doing, we're doing everything traditional because we did some analysis and our thoughts were that by putting in pre-tax money, we can put in more money because our tax liability is lower. And then eventually that will grow to be greater than the amount that we could have invested like initially if it was all Roth. And because we spend a lot less than we make, we're thinking that our tax liability is going to be lower in the future. But I know you guys also love the Roth vehicle so much. I was wondering if you guys, what you thought about that plan. Well, let me ask you something. You guys are making 195 grand and you said that you're, then that's drifting higher. You know, so you're early in your careers. Are you in the kind of jobs where you think you're going to be making a lot more? Well, like, give me the trajectory. If it's, uh, if you stay in your careers, even though your husband's a civil servant, they do get, you know, kind of increases. But what about for you? Will you be getting increases? And do you think that your, your joint income will be rising more in the future? For me, I typically get a bonus and a raise every year. Um, I'm hoping to stay in my current role or maybe get promoted within the company for the next four to eight years and then do a career change that would probably pay less. I see. So, you're, you know, they're solidly, Mark, in the 24% tax bracket. Do you want to get on your soapbox right now and talk? I, this, is, this is a no-brainer. I mean... <laughs> Do I need to bring out the old clips of Ed Slot saying that the Roth IRA is a young person's best friend? I would do all Roth. I wouldn't even think about it. I would too. I agree with Mark. I get what you guys have done in terms of like where you think you're going to be. But I mean, if you think about this, he's going to have $55,000 a year in a pension, right? You're both going to be able to claim social security, right? So even if we just did like back of the envelope calculation, the best thing that would happen for you is that you would go from the 24 to the 22% tax bracket when you retire, okay? The worst thing is that tax rates go up, you know? So what is the more likely is that you would either be in the same or maybe a slightly higher tax bracket, depending on how things rock. I agree. And if you don't want to take the big bet, then at the very least, I do think that one of you should do a Roth 401k and the other one can stick to a traditional. I think that, you know, what we always underestimate is the amount of money that you're saving in a pre-tax really does contribute to some problems down the line. It can, I should say. So if you, you know, if you look at your required minimum distributions and, you know, and you go to your you're 72 years old, like all of a sudden you might have to take out three, four, five, six percent of your total asset base in those traditional plans, which is going to add to your tax liability. So I think that having the security and the knowledge that the money's already been taxed may be really helpful for you. I mean, look, it's up to you. And if you don't want to do the whole way, I would split the difference. But I do agree with Mark. I think that 
having the security and the knowledge that it's like a done deal and that you've already paid your tax is kind of nice. Yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying. I think paying even more taxes right now is a little bit scary, but I hear what you're saying about locking it in at the rate it is now. Well, maybe we do a half. Like one of you maxes out your pre-tax and the other one does a Roth. And that will allow you to do that. And if you don't want to do it, you can see, you can, you know, I, I just feel like it's such an excellent opportunity for you. And you've got good cash flow, right? You got to, like the money is working for you. On the priority perspective, what I would say is that we would like, I mean, I think the I-bonds is sort of considering that as a, you know, as, as emergency reserves kind of works for you, you know, so you don't have to rebuild so quickly into your emergency reserves. You can wait to see how cash flow goes. But I, I do think the rolling over of your existing IRA into your current retirement plan works really well for you. I would do the backdoor Roth and just call it a day. I wouldn't wait around. I would just do it. Do you agree with that, Mark? Yeah, husband can do it now. It's no hassle at all. I would just go ahead and do that. And then once uh, you roll over your existing IRA into your current 401k, then you can go ahead and do it. I wouldn't wait either. I don't think it's worth it to wait. Because if you're not phased out this year, you're going to be phased out real soon. So I would just get into the habit of doing back to our Ross every year. Absolutely. I agree. Great. Sounds like a plan. Thanks. If you, like L, want to talk about IRA mayhem and retirement plan mayhem, or you just want to chat with us, we'd love to have you on the air. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and you can complete the form and tell us if you want to come on the air and Mark does everything else. Don't forget to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Check out both of our podcasts because you're listening to Eye on Money. Listen to Jill on Money as well, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Mark Talaricio is the co-host and executive producer of Everything Jill and I on Money. We are distributed by CBS and we drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Curiosity, compassion, community. Let's do that all together, okay? That's our mantra. Thank you for listening and we will talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. 
Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.